0: on Serie A, 16th match day. Dani, this is getting very, very interesting. We have three teams in two points. We have Atalanta coming uh, very strong from behind, and we have Napoli-Atalanta in this match day. How are you, Dani physically?
1: I'm really well really excited for this match day especially the Saturday games all the three top teams actually all the all the four top teams play on Saturday Milan, Salernitana, Roma, Inter, a full of a game full of emotions for this one for both sides and obviously Napoli, Atalanta before the Champions League midweek games this is really really
0: crucial Mourinho against uh, his Inter, for instance, on Saturday. So let's analyze all 10 games with everyone, with Danny and with you. Leave a comment or ask any question to Danny, as always. And don't forget, press the like button and subscribe. Let's go on with the show. We have an European week, that means that on Saturday we have very good games all over Europe and Italy is not an exception. So let's start with Milan Salernitana. Milan, they have a key game against Liverpool. They can still qualify in the Champions League, but in Serie A they also can climb into the top of the table after the victory against Shevchenko against Genoa. 0-3, they bounce back after losing against Sassuolo at home, Danny. And I guess we should expect a comfortable victory against Salernitana, the worst team for sure in Serie A. It reminds me a little bit of the Crotone we saw last season also going down very easily to the Serie B. I
1: think Crotone was more spectacular. Certainly they were scoring more goals. Uh, This is Salernitana really stingy, it's really difficult for them to score a goal. Yes, of course, they have been a bit unlucky. They hit the post eight times uh, this uh, season, but against top teams, you can really see the difference. And that was the story. Against Juventus, Were lost to nil. They weren't really on it in the first half. Second half, they hit the post, but Juventus always, even this Juventus even had more quality than them. You know, Salernitana this season, all the games they played against top teams, always lost, never Score a goal. I counted the score which should be 13-0, if I'm not uh, mistaken. So I can't expect them uh, to win, certainly. I said zero. I can't expect them to pick up a draw. Ribéry is going to be back in the starting 11. That's the good news for uh, Colantono. Without the Frenchman, they really, really look poor and they find a milan side that go back to being in ways go back to be ruthless uh, full of quality at genoa Uh, they had an easy task Uh, playing genoa at the moment it's really uh, simple I must say because Genoa lack a lot of players they just change the managers uh, they look like they're going nowhere maybe in a couple of months playing Genoa will be slightly more challenging but Milan did the job good news uh, Messias again back on the score mm. sheet so now Milan can play with Brain Diaz and Messias two creative players that's really important for Pioli he didn't have him for a long time the bad news is that Chiaer Picked up an injury just after 30 seconds of playing the game. He's going to be missing... A very important part of the season, maybe month, month and a half after the injury. So is Romagnoli back in the starting lineup after their uh, suspension? Uh, yes, the last game at home for Milan against Asolo was a calamitous. Romagnoli was one of the worst players, but this is going to be uh, different for Milan. who' are going to have a lot of the ball. they are going to dominate possession. I, I'm expecting them scoring a couple of goals. Despite the absences, still without Giroud, Rebic, and uh, Asser. Yes, there is the game against Liverpool in midweek, but I wonder whether Milan could concentrate only on the league, do a little bit like Inter did last year, got knocked out by the European Cup, from the European Cups, and won the league. Milan to win, of course, but to win both halves. That's where the value for me is 250
0: hmm Messias, he has a very nice story actually. He became pro quite late. He was working carrying fridges and white goods. And now he's playing at San zero What a story! Uh, Milan to win to nil for Raymond, Millie Asian handicap, minus three for Milan this is a really heavy <laughs> victory if we go for that and David all the way around actually he expects also Salernitana to be in the score sheet uh, both teams to score then uh, we have what two games we have on Saturday in the Olimpico Roma Inter in this case Mourinho of course against his Inter uh, the one who the team where he won uh, three titles including the Champions League in Madrid against Bayern Munich, but now his Roma lost again against Bologna. At Many people actually expected, probably a bit undeserved. Uh, Tammy Abraham, he had a very good chance also with a header to score a goal at home. Usually Roma, they are strong. Only one defeat uh, against Milan. This season, an Inter already lost uh, in this stadium against Lazio, but they are in great run. They are or- only... Uh, two points away from Napoli, uh, last six games, five victories. One draw for Inter. What can we expect here? For sure, these odds uh, are actually are not correct. <laughs> Roma to win is 3.9.
1: It's high uh, for Roma to win for a team that has played well so far at the Olimpico in a game that is going to be really, really emotional, of course, for Mourinho and all his past. Probably the mind games. This is going to be tense, I would imagine, as often is between Roma and Inter. Look, uh, Roma against Bologna, uh, they lack the cutting edge. They were a little bit unlucky, as you mentioned. Let's not forget, this is the team that has more shots on target in Serie A, not the most goals scored hit the post eight times but the odds are all, are a high for roma because you need to look at the list of absentees abram suspended he should not have never been booked he picked up a yellow suspended cars drop, suspended Pellegrini, El Sharawi, even Afena Young, uh, Jan, Villar, they are all missing. So Mourinho needs to reinvent the 3-4-1-2 formation that has been uh, doing so well at the moment because he's going to miss El Sharawi and Kastrop, the two uh, wingbacks. So how is he going to play? Is he going to revert back uh, to a back four, uh, playing Shomudorov as only striker up top or maybe resuscitating Borja Mayoral? It's going to be a real, real uh, headache for uh, Mourinho going to this one uh, because uh, I think also Roma still concedes uh, opportunities. Yes, the goal from Bologna was a wonder strike from distance. Uh, so, you know, perhaps nothing the defence could do, but they're still vulnerable, successful to mistakes and they play the top scorers in uh, Serie A. 36 goals scored for Inter. They scored were with, with 13 different players in Serie A, is a real goal cooperative, you know, even Gagliardini uh, scored uh, last uh, time, um, more shots on goal in Serie A as well, uh, this is 96 shots on goal, Roma has got more shots overall, uh, most of the, the, the differences, most of the shots the Inter has, they end up in the goal, in the net, whereas Roma has been unlucky. The good news for Inzaghi is that the team is playing well. The the team is clicking, uh, is, is is attacking well. Uh, we can say that the transformation from a Conte team to Inzaghi team it's almost complete. And also the rotation that Inzaghi has made in the last three four games have worked because uh, without De Vrij injured, he might be back. He might not be back. Bastoni was injured as well, so he didn't play. He will be back. Barella got finally. A full rest. He didn't play. Barella looked exhausted in the last few games. He is the the guy with more assists in Serie A. Five alongside Pazzali, Chiesa, and Hernandez. is good at rested as well. So he's gonna be back in. gonna have the strongest lineup possible. For this game, and you know, the difference is also that they start in finding the balance. In the last six games, Inter only conceded three goals. That's the best tally in the last in the last game for the team that had the best defense last year. But this is gonna be a tense game. This is gonna be a game where Inter. I think they're going to have the ball most of the times. So this is going to be a game, I think, where they're going to be a couple of goals. Like last year, in both uh, ties, there were a few goals. It was 2-2 in Roma, if you remember, at the beginning of January. Over three goals, 2-17. So I'm on the conservative side this way. Because if it's 2-1 or 3-0, either way, you get your money back.
0: Mm-hmm. There is a big gap now uh, between the Champions League teams, the top four. And the rest, so Roma also must win if they want to have a chance, although it's going to be very difficult, I think, for them to qualify for the Champions League. Mili is going for Inter, also, who else, actually? David is going for Inter-Milan, David Basiliev is going for Roma, and Zanta for Adros. So It's kind of a bit of everything in this game, kind of difficult to predict. The odds for Inter to win are kind of low, I like way better the odds for Atalanta to win, actually, at the Diego Armando Maradona. What a game, Napoli-Atalanta. I already read some stories, some news about Atalanta challenging for the Scudetto. Why not? They are really yeah. in a form for victories in a row. If they win this game, they will be only one point away. From Napoli and Napoli, Danny, they had the game in their hand against Sassuolo. They almost lost at the end. The good news for them is that Mertens is scoring goals and beautiful goals, actually. And I guess we should expect uh, also goals. Atalanta, the best team playing away this season in Serie A, by the way.
1: Absolutely. And they do play one of the best teams at home. Napoli are unbeaten at home since December 2020. But... Against Sassuolo, we again saw some of the cracks that were appearing in the last three, four weeks. It's not by chance that, for example, Spalletti was sent off. That's already the second red card in a month and a half in Serie A. Uh, Plus, there was a lot of nervous scenes when they played in Russia against Spartak Moscow. He was provoked, of course, as well. But you can tell that the environment is starting to be a little bit rattling also because Napoli has been plagued with injuries recently and I wonder whether the form and the fatigue are catching up a little bit with them because against Sassuolo they were comfortably 2-0 ahead. They didn't play really well but they got the job done and then in the end in the last 20 minutes they just surrendered the possession and started going backwards and backwards and in the end Sassuolo even had a goal disallowed, it could have been the 3-2 for a foul committed by uh, De Frel. Only two win for Napoli in the last six games in all competitions. And they conceded nine goals in six games. This is, by the way, the best, still the best defence in Italy but you can tell that maybe the pressures, the injuries and you know, let's not forget that this is a team that last year finished fifth they only added two players to the team, uh, which are um, Zambangisa who is injured and Juan Jesus who doesn't play, so it's pretty much the same team amazing the work that Spalletti has done with the mentality. Let's go with the absentees of Napoli Osimen, Anguissa, Koulibaly missing this game maybe also without Ruiz is one of the best midfield players in italy and without insignia check the lineups without these five starters napoli are no longer favorite for me against atalanta despite the odds now who's gonna control the midfield this is a game against the teams that have got more possession in the opposition half so far in Serie A. Atalanta unbeaten away, scored 17 goals in the last six, also managed to keep trickling sheets and uh, yes, you can tell also the fact that Muriel is back, being used as a substitute, that really benefits the uh, rotation, Pasalic is in form, he alternates with uh, Malinowski, crunching game of course for Atalanta, midweek. they need to beat Villarreal to make sure they progress to the Champions League. Uh, Atalanta starting well, I think, starting on the front foot, to score first. The visitor, that pays, well,
0: 205. Mm, both teams to score, everyone is going for that. It pays uh, low, I guess. We yes. all expect uh, a goal fist in the Diego Armando Maradona. Great game, this one.
1: Fantastic. Napoli...
0: Fantastic. Yeah, Napoli-Atalanta, one of the most interesting ones we have in Europe. Then on Sunday, the early kickoff is also very interesting. Bologna-Fiorentina, because we are seeing Bologna, one of the best teams playing at home, fourth in the standings. Good run overall, four victories in the last five. Last one, as we said before, against Roma and against Fiorentina in European spots, a beating Sandoria. clearly a home team, Dani. A way yes. they lost the last four. What can we expect? Uh, the odds uh, are very balanced actually, so the draw is very likely.
1: Draw could be an option because yes, uh, uh, Bologna are good at home and they come in very good run of forms. Twelve points in the last six, so you know, average of two points per game, very very respectable. One point behind Roma. They are uh, Roma is fifth on the table, so they are dreaming about European competitions next year after. A good win against uh, against Roma uh, wasn't scintillating. Hard fought win. They found the goal uh, with a with a solo uh, striker, but then you know Skorupski, the pl- the goalkeeper, uh, did a couple of good saves. And you know credit to uh, Bologna for winning the game without Arnautovic, who picked up an injury after thirty minutes. He's gonna be missing this one as well. So it's a very practical Bologna. It's not uh, fascinating football. I think they tend to mind the defence a little bit more since Mijelovic switched back to the 3-5-2. They look much more uh, balanced. They kept the 2nd cliche of the season. They won four of the last uh, five. At home, though, they tend to concede sometimes. They concede nine goals in eight games. And they play a Fiorentina side that is always full of close quality. They showed it against uh, Sampdoria. They were behind. They won uh, 3-1. Another goal from Blau, which, of course, 12 goals in the season so far. Top scorer, good rotation from Italiano, and they are level with Bologna, 24 uh, points. But their away form, as you mentioned, it is uh, concerning. In the last four games away, they only scored one goal in Empoli when they crumbled in the last few minutes and they lost the game undeservedly. They, undeservedly, they kept only three clean sheets so far in Serie A. An interesting stat for Fiorentina is that they often start the games well with a lot of energy and they t- perhaps too fast and then they tend to drop down in the second half. If the games ended in the first half in Serie A, Fiorentina would be third in the table, 53% <laughs> of so wins. Uh, this is a derby by the way, Derby dell'Appennino, you know. Mountain that uh, in, in the middle uh, of Italy, although these cities are only an hour and a half far away. Fiorentina, Asian handicap, 0, 190.
0: Mm, but different regions, uh, different of regions. Course. Reggio Calabria, uh, Reggio Emilia, and Toscana. Toscana. Tuscany, yes. Uh, Well, you go for Fiorentina, Asian Handicap Zero, but our audience actually tend to agree of going with Bologna, Asian Handicap Zero, as Mili or Santa are telling us they have higher odds, Bologna, so it pays a little bit better if we go for Bologna, Asian Handicap Zero, or David, Bologna to win, actually, straight away. Also, both teams to score seems a good option having Blaovic in the pitch, then we go to the, to Liguria, Spezia yes. Sassuolo. Spezia, beautiful near beautiful Cinque Terre, Cinque Danny. Very, very yeah.
1: nice place to
0: be. Very nice place near Cinque Terre. Spezia, they need to react if they want to play next season in Serie A. Another defeat. They had a tough calendar, to be honest. And, but if they keep like this, Danny, they are very ready to fall into the relegation. Spots and Sassuolo after a great run against Napoli and Milan. Now they have to improve also their form against weak teams. This has been the problem so for them the whole season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They need to turn up against the big teams because they did not really well against Milan 1, you know, Juventus, they won, Napoli, they drew, Inter, they lost, they didn't deserve to lose. And, uh, um, you know, the problem with Sassuolo is that uh, sometimes they start playing a bit late, you know, uh, um, so if he doesn't click for them straight away, they're a little bit lethargic of the uh, spots but this uh, sassuolo you know let's not forget this is a very attacking team this is like the zerbi team with dionisi uh, some of the balance maybe is not really there but if they go forward they are really uh, threatening especially Scamacca scored three in the last two uh, berardi uh, back in form because yes, pa- raspadori you can also alternate we haven't seen much of boga uh, yet third team for shots on target in Serie A, uh, Sassuolo, same goal scored as Roma, Fiorentina, they scored four more goals uh, than Juventus, away, they're a good side, they already won uh, three games, obviously, the defence is what let them down, I think the pair of Cirices and Ferrari, especially the Romanian, is a little bit suspect, no clean sheets for Sassuolo in the last nine games, and you know, you could go for the goal market here, because Twelve of fifteen Sassuolo games had both teams to score. Both teams have scored in Serie A. In twelve out of fifteen Sassuolo games, and in the last six games of Sassuolo, they all been over two point five goals. So either at over two point five goals or above to score is a good bet. I'm not sure the value. It's huge when you look at Spezia. They were outplayed by Inter. Uh, they didn't really lower glove on them until. The very end, Thiago Motta, I think, also did a bit of turnover, saved some of his best players like Maggiore, uh, Verde, Zola uh, for this game, which probably he thinks is much more winnable. Uh, Spezia, they're not a great attack, only 15 goals scored, so the average is. One per game, 34 goals conceded, which is the worst defense. As I said, the goal market is interesting, but I trust the Swallow here, and I trust them in a conservative way with an Asian handicap minus 0.25, which doesn't pay a lot, 187, but you can protect yourself from a surprise because if they draw, you win half your stake, so you can bet comfortably two units and be covered, because if you draw, you win half of your stake, which is 1.90, 1.97 divided two, or be two units and you win twice as much.
0: <laughs> well, explain, Danny, this is young handicaps, uh, or sometimes uh, a bit difficult. You need a, deg- you need
1: a degree in mathematics, sometimes, <laughs> which I don't have, but you, you, need, you need to look it up. And yes, I think... I think these, you have to be
0: tactical, if you like. Or you can be as uh, straight as uh, Caguengas as well to win. <laughs> but, <I> mean, that's <laughs> easy, yes, of course. About any problems with Scamaca, by the way. He's in great form, scoring eh? very good goals, good uh, strength, good uh, physic for Scamaca. Yeah, like then Venezia, Verona, Danny, Venezia. They were thrashed by Atalanta, losing at home against Inter. Nothing to say about uh, this defeats, of course, but now they have a game where they can pick points because Verona, they are losing a little bit of strength in the last weeks after the defeat in Genoa against Amdoria and also the draw that we didn't expect at all against Cagliari without scoring. What can we expect here?
1: Well, look, Venezia, I think they are still doing having a very good season despite losing 7-0 on aggregate between... Inter and Atalanta they are five points ahead of the drop five points ahead of Genoa they had a tough run of fixtures the fact with Venezia they're very effective they're very clinical they won games that perhaps they should not have won I think the game against Roma the game against Bologna because this side Let's face it, it is a side that plays with a 4 3 3. So, on paper, it's an attacking side, but really, most of the time they spend in their own half is less attacking side in Serie a. a. Bottom also for corners taken. So, you can always go on the Asian handicap corners market and bet against Venezia. They took 44 corners in 15 games, which you don't need a degree in mathematics to work out that is less than three uh, per game. So this is simple than the Asian handicap. And also, Venezia, I got the worst expected goals for... Now we look also at expected goals, which is 0.83 expected goals per a game. So, obviously, they scored more than what they should. And at home, the expected goals against Venezia is also the worst. So, when they play at home, they are expected to concede 188 goals per a game. And instead, they only conceded nine. So, it's a team that... Uh, has been a little bit lucky, if you like. Go go back and look at Venezia, Roma, the highlights to understand what I mean here. Verona against um, Cagliari, not very sharp. Uh, they couldn't convert the chances. I think a bad result for Verona for Verona was coming because it is a team that had a very high conversion ratio. They don't uh, they don't shoot a lot on target. They Scored a lot, de- despite creating many chances, but it's an aggressive side. It is a side that's pressed really high, uh, very direct, winless in two games, first clean sheet in seven games. Now, normally, Verona games, as Sassuolo, are also both to score. 12 out of 15 games for Verona have been both to score, but I'm not trusting this Venezia side, who, as I said, really, really are rode their luck a little bit, under 2.5 goals, potentially a win for Verona or a draw or a draw, why not? Under 2.5 goals, 193.
0: I find very, very difficult, Danny, this match day actually. Uh, overall, it's yes, very it tough is complicated because it's all the
1: the team in the middle, you know, mm. it's, not,
0: it's not it's not, the easiest, really, to analyze. Well, Let's see if the next one is a bit easier. I don't think so. No, I don't think so, as well. Uh, I mean, the game. Uh, Sampdoria, Lazio, no. Sampdoria, they, I have an insect here, Sampdoria, they are playing, by the way, the Derby de la Lanterna the following yes. week. And so they have to pick up points uh, for Daversa to ease a little bit the pressure on him. They lost in Florence before, Luckily for him, actually, they beat Verona and Salernitana, so they have now a little bit uh, of points with the relegation zone. But Lazio, Dani, what to say about them? They got uh, four against Napoli, four against Udinese, a team that don't uh, score a lot, conceded ten in the last three games. Of course, you have Pepe Reina, no, the the granddaddy on the, in the goal. It's easier to concede goals.
1: Look, these are two teams that are very difficult to predict because they alternate something good with something absolutely calamitous. You have to look at the way Lazio conceded a second goal against Tudinese on the counter attack. They were 2 1 up when the one kneeled down, uh, then the last goal in the very last minute. And, you know, against Napoli in the first 30 minutes, they just didn't run. They stopped running from the beginning and Napoli outplayed them completely. But on the other hand, Lazio has got the highest average goal per game overall in the games, 3.87. They scored 29, conceded 28 that only tells you one thing, very unbalanced and also a nightmare to bet unless you go on the goals market because they play a Sampdoria side that against Verona home did a, did well, reacted well scored three, they had a few games at home when they scored more than one uh, goals although it is a team that still creates very few chances I think for the kind of players they have, okay they miss in Damsgaard, the Danish, very inspiring very influential very creative but for a team you know with the likes of Caputo Guagliarella, uh, Gabbiadini Candreva who by the way has been the best uh, player so far they should create more chances they're fifth from bottom for shots on target however Sampdoria's game overall they are full of goals 80 percent of Sampdoria's games have been 2.5 uh, over 2.5 goals 70 percent Seventy-three percent of Lazio games have been over two point five goals. So I think you could go for an over two point five goals, which by the way, doesn't pay amazingly. Or if you want to go on the on the goals market, both to score in the second half, as you can see, two eighty-eight.
0: That pays way better. Be careful on backing Lazio away from home. Only one victory this season is not a good team to back when they are on the road uh actually zanta <laughs> and raymond are not very happy with uh, lazio raymond no. is going for Sampdoria, Mili for lazio to win and of course with goals mm, very low no. odds actually to back this lazio right now very very unreliable then the last game on sunday we have juve Genoa uh, Sepchenko has a difficult task eh, to revitalize this Genoa no goals in 4 out of the last 5 games for Genoa as we know they lost 3-0 at home against Milan and for Juve Dani, some good news no, in the game against uh, Salernitana even Morata scored a very strange goal, I think he didn't even want to <laughs> touch that ball or I don't know how uh, the ball came into the net but uh, he has scored, now Juve a favourite, of course, they cannot uh, fail to win this one. Yeah, I mean, this is a kind fixture
1: for Juve, they have got a, an easy calendar, easier than other than other top teams up to Christmas, so they can climb up the table, they're already qualified in the Champions League, so I think they will finish in, around Christmas probably closer to the Champions League spots than what they are now. Uh, good win at Salerno, as we predicted, kept the clean sheet, uh, I mean, again, it wasn't scintillating performance, but solid. Last time Morata and Dybala scored in the same game was in 2015. Of course, then Morata went to play for Chelsea and Atletico, but that tells you, you know, how much this season, uh, the, uh, last season, uh, they have lacked the the two, the the, the, the the duo combining, playing together and playing well at the same time, which they need. The Juventus desperately needs more goal also because Moise can. He's underperforming, he's been underused, he's been he's been injured as well. They need more. Now, uh, Juventus are still without what I think is the best player for them, which is Chiesa, which is going to be out until uh, January, uh, February, also without Danilo. So now um, Allegri, who play, who tried to play with the back four, with the back three, uh, with the diamond in the midfield, now he's trying to play four two three one with Locatelli and Bentancur holding and Kulusowski in one flank. It worked against Salernitana. Let's see if this is working again against a mm, weak opposition like Genoa. Juventus have kept the trickling sheets in the last four in Serie A. Let's not forget. Against Atalanta, they, they lost one nil, but maybe they deserved a draw. And they play the poorest side in Serie A as we speak. In the last three games, Genoa, one draw and two defeats, the expected goals were... but not in each game collectively so collectively expecting goal 103 for a general side of course without Destro, Criscito, Caicedo, Fares, Maximovic maybe for this one even without Rovella best player in the midfield which I think belongs to Juventus so next year we're gonna see him in Turin and Sturaro check the lineups if they also miss these two players they have 0 chance of getting any results out of Genoa. They are one point behind Spezia in the relegation scrap. Next week is the derby. Uh, they're going to invest for sure in January. They're going to be a massive overall of a team that has been put together uh, on the quick, um, maybe also on the cheap. They're going to change things with the new owners. Juventus to win, of course. Juventus to win 2-0, 195.
0: Yeah, looks good with the expected goals and with the draw that uh, Genoa... Half, you may have time full time as Raymond is well, also suggesting. That yeah, could be another option yeah. then. On Monday, Empoli-Udinese, another game difficult to predict. Uh, Empoli, they had a very good reaction in Torino, two nil down. Then Torino got into ten men and they were able to get a draw. The last game at home was a victory against Fiorentina. Another good reaction, actually. And Udinese, Danny, we always say that they struggle to score four goals in the Olimpico with Beto as a star. What can we expect here?
1: Uh, this is uh, going to be, I think, another high-scoring game uh, because Empoli uh, scored nine in the last five games. They only lost one of the last five games, which was against Verona. By the way, they were unlucky because there was an on-goal in the last minute. In Torino, another crazy game. They were really poor for the first 20 minutes. Torino was on top, 2-0, comfortable. Then Singo got a red card. Empoli scored straight away, and then they were on top and they equalised. They could not either. Won the game in the end. Credit to the manager Andrea Zoli for making the right attacking changes at the right time. Not not all at once, but gradually. Empoli came came out much much stronger in the game. It is a team that creates a lot of chances. Empoli, there are six four shots on target. You know, it's a newly promoted team. By far the best of the three newly promoted team. You can you can write it down. I think they're going to stay up this season. Uh, 20 points they got. Uh, they are not great at home. Only seven uh, points so far. So they need to improve in the home for, But it's also a team that concedes a lot. Uh, a lot of chances. Because of their exuberance. You know, A lot of young players. They go forward. Uh, yes, it is a team that concedes a lot. Vicario, for example, the keeper, is one of the keepers that made more saves in Serie A. Now, Udinese. What happens with the- so, no, Udinese needs a... To go to a psychiatrist a psychologist i don't know they're, they're 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 a they're a crazy team they score four four away and they don't win they scored three in general away and they didn't win they were three one up against lazio they were controlling the game easily playing on the counter attack as they should have done against lazio with better scoring to fair inspired and in the second half. They disappeared from the pitch and they were 4-3 four, four, three, four, three down and in the end they managed to uh, to equalise. Uh, look, I like Udinese when they play with freedom and when they got success, Deulofeo, Beto, by the way, six goals already right in Serie A on the pitch, good spot again from Udinese from the Portuguese league. They are a good counter-attacking team. They win the 50-50 challenge. They need to be just more uh, positive, I think, and play for uh, 90 minutes. Uh, really, uh, it's strange, because you always say Udinese struggle to score goals, but then you see them scoring a couple mm-hmm. against even good oppositions over three goals, 250, again, on the conservative side. If it's 2-1 either way or 3-0 either way, at least you don't lose your stake.
0: Goals here. Also, Milly is going for goals in this Empoli. Game, and our last game is Cagliari-Torino. The good news for Cagliari is uh, they are only two points away from getting out of the relegation zone. Three draws in a row. I guess at one point they have to win a game, and this one, the odds are very good, of course, if we trust Cagliari, especially Danny, because Torino, away they are pretty bad. Uh, The four last away games, all defeats 1-0.
1: Yes, and uh, they come on the back of a two-two against Empoli, as we said before, A crazy game. But credit to Torino because I think last year Torino they probably would have lost that game against Empoli, um, but actually they, you know, they stuck out. They got a, they got a decent point, and they've been doing uh, this also without some of the good players, the great, the key players, without Ansaldi, Gigi Mandragora, Rodriguez, Belotti is out until February. So uh, Juric has to reinvent the team. Is found uh piazza in good form now for if i have to make a criticism to you is when Singo was sent off he took out He took out Piazza, uh, which is uh, which was the best player on the pitch up to that time, uh, and he scored and he took him out. Okay, he's an attacking player, but maybe he should have uh, kept him. Uh, so yes, Torino then surrendered uh, the possession too early uh, to, to Empoli. Pobega, by the way, is having a good season. Three goals scored. So yeah, the midfield players are having an impact. Uh, but uh, Torino away they are difficult to trust usually it's a very stingy game difficult games to analyze you know only 10 goals scored overall in Torino six away games that's the lowest uh, tally of uh, um, of of Serie A so you cannot expect too many goals finally uh, for Cagliari a clean sheet It's a team that only won one game. Uh, One factor that you can consider is that they got more than 48-hour rest, a little bit longer than 48-hour rest, than Torino. So, you know, they played on Tuesday. Torino play on Thursday. Now Torino has to travel to Cagliari with a small squad. Cagliari could be favorite for uh, this one. As I said, Torino, only three goals scored away, uh, five defeats. Okay, they play well at Roma. Uh, I'm going to go for an Asian handicap, plus 0.25 for Cagliari, which almost doubles your bets, which is one ninety five. because if they draw, you lose half your stake.
0: Kayari is in handicap zero for Mili. So if they draw, actually, you get a stake refund. We have good odds here for trusting Kayari at one point. They should win a football game. They have a lot of quality. Very in the, They have a, a lot of quality in the squad. They got uh, the equalizer actually in the last game at home in the very last minute. At one point also, they have to be lucky as they were. Last season, when they won, uh, lost a lot of games in a row, and they had a miracle to stay in Serie. A. Then, Danny, let's uh, listen to your Acá, no? Well, no? Well, let's hope
1: another miracle happens, and we get the Acá right. Uh, Milan to win the first half against salernitana Napoli and Atalanta, both team to score, as many of you as many of you predicted already. Sassuolo to take the lead. In uh, Spezia, Juventus has an handicap minus 1.5 against Genoa and Empoli Udinese, both team to score total odds high, I would say 14 13.
0: All right, very, very difficult this match day in Serie A. Let's hope we have as good results as we had in the midweek, Danny, seven out of ten. No, I believe seven out of ten, yes, good return. <laughs> Yeah, you were very inspired. Thank you, Danny. Thanks everyone also for watching. Of course, leave your comments still in the video. And don't forget to click on the like and subscribe to our channel, Danny. See you next week. We have a lot of uh, football and very good games. Ciao, Endo. See you
1: soon. Enjoy the football. Grazie. Grazie.